0: Gus, go with the theme song.
1: Welcome to the Rooster Teeth Podcast. Again, stealing my fucking intro. Man, that music sounded really familiar. Uh-oh. No. We, have another, we have another stolen theme song? I don't know. I, I was told... That that was a uh, an original composition for us.
0: Oh yeah? yeah. Well, maybe it is. Maybe I'm wrong. These ideas are just floating out there. <laughs> Anyone can take them.
1: It was a Foxwell on the website. You know what always
0: makes me laugh is to this day when people use that original soundbite, which is, Gus, go with the theme song. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that might be the most used one in all of our songs. You know, the original idea that I had when we first started the podcast was that someone on the podcast would make up and sing a theme song every week. What, what a, how many would we be up to at this point, Gus, of terrible?
1: 111?
0: Yeah. What a terrible idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would have been awful. No offense. Had we continued that.
1: Yeah, it's uh, it, luckily it, it petered out pretty quickly, just like the uh, the, the different theme songs for Red vs. Blue idea he used to. He also, that's, it was,
0: yeah, yeah. The, I think it was, uh, we had different theme songs for Red vs. Blue up through episode six, before Nico came now, to our I, rescue. Did not you only make one? We only put one out. I mean yeah. Bernie filmed The one I, I
2: recorded remember was the, uh, the purple one? Yeah, yeah. the purple one. The, Why can't we all get together, make, make ourselves a little purple? We had a lot was of bad it? ideas back then. Hey, man, Good you gotta times. try everything. That's right. You just throw things at the wall and eventually something sticks. You make it sound like we've stopped having bad right, ideas. Right. We still have a, a lot of bad ideas.
1: So well, how, ladies how and get... gentlemen, Matt Hullum joining hey, us buddy. on the podcast today.
0: Should we Ber- all introduce ourselves my favorite part when I get to say my own name? I'm Jeff Ramsey. Hey! hey. I'm Bernie hey. Burns.
1: I, I'm going to be Jeff Ramsey then. You be Jeff Ramsey. I'll do that. And this is the aforementioned Matt Hullum. And this is Gus Cerola. And I'm Cheryl Hines. <laughs>
3: <laughs> you, you, that, also, you also, that's another Old
0: another Relic from old Podcast Pass damn, That yeah. used to go through Jeff never got tired of that joke No
1: <laughs> I never get tired of your jokes <laughs> Apparently not Always <laughs> fresh <Apparently laughs> You have the best idea, sir That's little Simmons for you From Red vs. Blue Look at that like, <laughs> <is book> work? <laughs> Referential hell at this point <laughs> Hey, you know Remember
0: the beginning of this podcast We made all those jokes <laughs> <laughs>
1: Just descend, descend
0: Just hit the loop button on your iPod At this point
1: So, um PSN's still down. I don't know if you guys heard that. Ooh, what's that's it been uh, six, seven days now? That's the big news right now. How many users is that?
4: Well, uh, they tout like fifty million, don't they? Because PSN's free, so it's... anybody who has a PS3 or a what are the other devi- PSP or any of that shit is a
0: automatically a PSN user. I think that's crazy. It's been yeah. down so long that even though this podcast is pre-recorded, I feel totally <laughs> confident that when people hear us saying this, it will still be down they use the word indefinitely now. Yeah, that's not good.
4: You know, it's this is fucked up. And I actually feel bad for for PlayStation owners cuz it's not a cool thing. Imagine yeah. if Xbox Live went down for a week. I mean, the world would end. It's terrible. But uh I love that like Brandon this morning was trying to justify like it wasn't a big deal, trying to play it off. He's like, eh, "It's just a week. In a month nobody's going to remember that." I guess.
0: I wonder I wonder what it takes to get to that level of brand loyalty. Where the people who pay for your service or pay for your thing then defend it even when it does poorly. As opposed to if you're out in like the real world and you buy something that doesn't work, you're like, this is shitty. Don't give me my money back. Right. I hate this. Stop it. I can't play Portal 2 online
4: and it just came
0: out. Yeah, that's uh, that's bad timing for them. It's wow. I never thought – I don't know why. I didn't think about that. Yeah. I, was th- I was just thinking about it from the perspective of, well, you can't buy any new arcade games. But they no. can't play multiplayer. Yeah, no. Port-
4: Portal 2 co-op is no-op.
1: Uh, you, can, you can split
0: screen. <laughs> oh, More you like co-oops. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I guess there's a, they, they can keep playing the single player or do co-op on the same
4: screen. So, Gus, can you give us – you're a smart guy and you have a computer. Can you give us the rundown on what exactly has
1: happened to the PSN? Yeah. I think it's cell technology. I'm gonna say it's, it's the cloud. It, uh, it just stopped working. <laughs> the, yeah, just they, they, they haven't officially given an, like a, a real <laughs> explanation Uh, I think last Saturday they said it was an external intrusion that caused the outage, right? uh, Which you kind of leads you to believe that someone maybe hacked PSN. But some other people um, who I guess are, are into the PlayStation modding scene said that this app came out for the for the PS3 that allowed you to connect to basically like their parallel developer PSN and then put in fake credit card info and download whatever you wanted from PSN essentially for free, right? Because in the, on the fake dev network it was trusted, so they didn't actually do credit card verification or authorization, so it didn't matter what you put in. Now I never went to business school, but stop if right there.
0: The entire user base can download everything for free. That is bad for the business. That's model, bad. Right? You okay.
1: cannot make up for that in volume. At least they don't have to Vol- – Volume will never catch up at that rate. At least they don't have to pay for the PSN service though.
0: I bet you could get someone in a boardroom who could spin that though be like, yeah. we have 100% of the hacker demographic.
1: You know who you could get to do that? Brandon. <laughs> Mr. PS3. So supposedly they are uh, – The good news is
0: we're finding out a lot of fake credit card numbers. We can sell that back <laughs> to the credit card companies. Sure. All get, that data. Supposedly
1: they're, uh, I guess, rebuilding PSN essentially from the ground Golly, up man, to, that uh, sucks. to uh, fix that. Did they ever fix that exploit that allowed people to uh, just
4: unlock trophies at will? I forgot about that. Because that was another huge hack that they had or exploit they had earlier this year where it, somebody basically figured out you could exploit it and you could just unlock all the trophies I on I bet they would gladly
2: take that bug back <laughs> if they could trade it for the current one.
4: No kidding.
0: So is this kind of a condemnation of having an open platform that's on a network like that? I mean – this is all comes from – you say homebrewed. These weren't hacked or the equivalent of jailbroken PS3s, were they? They may have been. They may, they think, okay. I
1: think they were modded initially to run this app, and then the app allowed them to get back onto the regular PSN network right. through the dev network. I see. So okay. they, they were modded to begin with or, or running hacked firmwares. So, I mean,
0: could this have happened to we? Could this have happened to Xbox 360? Is it yeah. just um,
1: a matter of circumstance? I mean, Sure. I mean I, I don't I don't know the specifics of how the network does checking, but I mean in theory I guess someone could do that. Dude. I can only imagine. Well, except there's
4: no web browser on the xbox and they were using some sort of the url exploit right yeah
1: but i mean that's just that's just the 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 method of attack yeah Yeah, you could burn something to a a dvd and put it in the xbox or put it on a usb drive yeah you on your
0: 360 and hack twitter (laughs) oh speaking of hacking i sent
1: you that uh i sent you that great link last night bernie the uh the simulated hacking website
0: i was trying to look it up right now to show it to jeff (laughs) can you send me the link again i
1: I don't know if i can find it uh it's so great it's it's a website you go to, and it just basically loads a black screen, uh-huh. and it doesn't matter what you mash on your keyboard. You just, like, mash it like crazy, like a hacker in a movie, and it just starts spitting out, like, all these complicated lines of computer code, <laughs> and it makes it look like you're, you're really like total a bad hacker. Yeah. That's pretty awesome.
0: You no, know, it's, it's pretty funny. I mean, you just, like, pound away in the keyboard. You could have used that for a few shorts. It's writing SQL commands and everything. It's really fantastic. It's fun. You can sit there and do it for, you know, maybe not hours, but definitely minutes of just, like... I definitely this sat there for, is awesome. for several
2: <laughs> minutes doing that. Does it ever turn into Matrix code at any point? No. <laughs> I didn't get that far.
0: Hey, I'll see yeah. if I can find out what you guys are talking about something else.
2: Did, uh... While we're talking
4: about video game systems that aren't the Xbox 360, Gus, did you see that uh, Nintendo announced their uh, yearly earnings yesterday? I didn't. Yeah, I heard about that. They uh, 70% loss in
2: revenue. 70% loss? Yeah. Yikes. Yeah, they did 70% no, no, get for me Is careful, that though. year over year or quarter to quarter? Year over year.
0: They lost wow. revenue. So what you're they, saying is they, sold, they, weren't, they weren't not profitable. They didn't have a loss. I don't think they had a loss, but they, they had a, decrease, so they, they had a in decrease
4: in revenue of 70%. Wow. But what do they they're, attribute that They're, they're to? going to uh, I, probably the fact that nobody buys Wii's anymore, I would think. Right. They uh, did try to spin it that the 3DS is selling well, though and that they look for a continued growth thanks to the 3DF, 3DS and uh the new
1: uh Legend of Zelda game. So, you can say continued growth up. if you're currently not or having growth. <laughs> I guess that's true. But Renewed they're, growth. They're it's going to uh, <laughs> release a new console this E3, right?
4: Well, they're they're going to announce one. They're going to it's going to be playable supposedly, but it'll come out in 2012. What did next.
0: they call the Wii when it first came out?
1: Revolution or something? Was yeah, I think first you're right. Name?
0: The uh, Nintendo Revolution,
1: I want to yeah. say you're right. Yeah, I think that was it. Or was that the Wii or was that the GameCube? There's was the Wii, right? We The GameCube was Dolphin, mm, I think. And yeah. yeah, the Wii was revolutionary. The next one,
2: what's the code name for the next
3: one? Well, the, I remember the uh, Nintendo uh, 64
0: was originally the 63. Is it, <laughs> isn't it
4: called uh, Project Cafe? Oh, was like, There's, there's like, a name? Yeah, Nintendo, I, think that, I think that's what they're
2: calling it, right? Project Nintendo Cafe. Profit Motive or <laughs> Nintendo Restart Revenue. <laughs>
0: restart Revenue. <laughs> yeah, you know, when the Wii was selling, whatever, 63 million units. Mm-hmm. A
4: ridiculous amount.
0: <laughs> yeah. Just an enormous amount of consoles. And you could see the impact that had, especially on PlayStation and really more so on the 360 as they went after that with the Move and the Connect. And I mean, you could. You, I'm assuming the avatars were a response oh, to yeah. the Miis mm-hmm. on, on yeah. the Wii. You know, and it's hard to believe that from that, now we're at a point where everyone recognizes, yeah, we all have Wii's and nobody
1: plays them. No. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm really, I was thinking about it when they announced this new console, and I realized how not excited I am about it. I really hated the GameCube, and I bought the Wii, and there were a couple of cool games for it, but I can't remember the last time I played my Wii. I think it was for that Paper Mario game that came out, and that was like a year and a half ago, two I th- years
0: ago maybe? Last game that I got for the Wii, man, I can't think of when I bought, maybe, oh, uh, Epic Mickey. Yeah, that was the last Wii title that I bought. Jack and I played
4: Dead Space Extraction. That was pretty fun.
2: The Wii is on all the time in our house, but I think from most people, it seems like it was a novelty item that a lot of older people got, you know, and people that are not in the the core gaming demographic got. And you also pretty much have to stop playing the Wii after you've broken all the windows in your house, (laughs) which I think happens to everybody. We've we've lost windows and
0: picture frames. Have you really? Oh yeah, windows broken.
2: Wow! Kid,
0: Kid in my neighborhood broke his big screen TV. Yeah. One, of, one of JD's friends. Did he win five hundred dollars on
1: break.com? No, he did not. <laughs> no, he did not. He was he was after the curve. They he, should he have built out.
2: in a tiny camera in the controller so at least you could see something like the records, you know? Mm-hmm. At least you could see the
1: final trajectory of it, something cool. Or if it uh if it detects that it's hit glass, it makes the wah wah sound. <laughs> voyager warrant. <warning. laughs> Immediately. Hey! Did I,
4: also I thought I read last week that Sony announced they're canceling the P, uh, PSP Go? Is that right, Gus? Yeah, well, just I wouldn't say discontinuing, it.
1: discontinuing it. Sorry. That was always a weird product to me. I, I don't know too. how you can convince retailers to sell a product that doesn't use media they sell. Right. Like they would sell you a PSP Go. And you'd, have, you'd buy all your games through PSN and download them, which I guess you probably can't if you have a PSP Go. You can't get games now, can yeah. you? Yeah. Can you, man?
2: I can't imagine who, who's the guy at Sony taking the calls from the developers who are just yelling at him nonstop, you know, because they can't sell any product. They can't sell any of the games because there's no network.
4: No kidding. How about the guy that's, that's taking the call from Valve who basically just launched Steamworks I'm sure with that, Portal Two? I'm sure that's yeah. all
0: lawyers. I'm just. I'm sure that's just lawyers in rooms. Yeah. Gussying up, you know, and yeah. writing letter after letter, highlighting con- <laughs> highlighting <laughs>
1: contracts, you know, yeah. going, guess what, you're it, fucked. It's it's like a, a dance off, but with legal contracts and letters, <laughs> <laughs> That's right? They square up Rit, on each other, writs and subpoenas and shit like that. Yeah, that, that it's it's not fun. I can imagine
0: at all. But I, when you talk about a retailer selling the PSP Go, I'm amazed that some of the retailers have said. These games that have the codes in them where you need to unlock a portion of the retail part of the game. You, you mean all games? Yeah, <laughs> pretty much all games at yeah. this point. Uh, I'm surprised that they haven't They haven't said, yeah, we're not going to sell this. Yeah, we're just, it, it's, not a, it's not a full product that you're selling in our store. So, fuck off. Yeah. I'm surprised that hasn't happened yet. I got, I got, as much as I loved Mass Effect 2, I just went through and completed Mass Effect 2. Mm-hmm. So I'm 100% with it now. I, I have to admit, I was very happy to be done with that game. Uh, and I loved it and I'm just I'm glad I don't have to deal with it anymore
4: just cuz of Cerberus network
0: uh, just cuz of Cerberus network and all the DLC and how it was on different accounts in my house and it was I I literally was to the point at the end where I had to log in two different gamer tags to play one game wow uh, yeah it's just it's just ridiculous hey that I have a question actually cuz
4: uh we both like games on demand right and I had something come up that I've never thought of before. If I download a games on demand game, is it tied to my gamertag? It is. That sucks. It sucks because I don't want to buy. I don't want to use games on demand now.
0: I, I, listen, I love that service a lot, but it's you know when you buy a disc, it's in your house, and anyone in your house can use it. Yeah. And games on demand, I I, Wait, I, thought, I think I tested this. Okay, no. here's the way DRM normally works: is that if I buy a digital product, and I'm talking about the 360 here, if I do, buy a digital product. It is tied to my account, and it's also tied to the console at which I purchased it. And I can transfer the DRM license, I think, once a year to another console. Meaning I can go around with my gamertag wherever and play my game on
1: demand. I think that uh, it might not be that bad because I know I bought Fable 2 games on demand using my account, my Xbox Live account. But I know my wife plays it without me being signed in on our our Xbox.
0: So if you're on that console console. where you purchase it or the license lives, then you can play it? Although I just recently bought a game where I felt like that was not working in that way, or maybe I bought it, maybe I was mistaken on which console I bought it on. Okay, see, I think I'm about to enter in because you. This is something
4: you complain about a lot because it affects you. Mm-hmm. I am Millie got an Xbox in her bedroom and a TV. It'll affect you now,
0: and I, I'm in. I'm discovering this as a problem now.
4: Yeah, right. And so, I
0: thought I thought that the family center thing would fix that because we're all four accounts in my house tied together. And they're all on this family plan mm-hmm. that they have, and I manage it through the family center, which is very cool because cool. I give my kids points and stuff like that. But then again, it's like why well, complain about something that's like I know I'm a unique case for? I'm like yeah. 1% of 1% of people who have multiple accounts in their house, and
1: we don't have like a room that just has one 360 in it. That's, you not, know? that's not the Jack Patillo approach. No, I, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that, it's, it's time to write some angry Twitters. That will be an, uh, an ongoing
2: problem though. The problem like, that becomes more of a problem for everybody as we go on though, don't you think? Like with iPhones, that drives me crazy how – it's like if you – like Jeff, I think you solved this problem at your house, right? Putting the same account on we all just your have different one, family phones. Yeah,
4: we just have one account for
0: all of our phones and computers. For because iTunes, otherwise you're
2: buying yeah. Angry Birds like 15 times. Yeah,
0: Yeah, we do that. We have one account across all my phones.
2: Yeah, but you don't really want to do that in the game space because you don't want – like your kid's account and your account to be the same account. Yeah. Right? Because right. it's more of a public. Especially for achievements. Yeah,
0: and playing together. Like, I don't want, trust me, I don't want my kid logging on and getting messages from my Xbox Live friends. No. <laughs> at all. And it's the same thing. I mean, <laughs> iPhones work in the same way, though, because you tie to your Game Center <laughs> account. That doesn't really have the traction that the Xbox Live system does. No, not yet. But we'll see. You know, but I theoretically could become a point where I would want that to be separate from Mm -hmm. what my kids have. Yeah, it's it's managing the DRM stuff is tough. It's really tough. Which it's would be a lot easier to swallow if the prices were lower. You know what I mean? Like, it's not a big deal. Angry Birds, a buck. You know, Mm -hmm. I I really don't care that much. You know, but when you look at like a five hundred dollar music library, suddenly that's a big deal. Like we run into that with our iPhones a lot more music. It's like, I can play this song on mine, but I go on on my wife's phone and I don't have it. Or I go on one computer that doesn't have it. Yeah. I kind of think it's to be a pain in the butt. Videos. Or
4: the problem I have is I have so many different iTunes on so many different things that every once in a while I'll go to a computer and it'll be like, you're not authorized on this computer. You have to deauthorize another computer. Right. This computer. <laughs> yeah. The old authorization shuffle.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. That nice tool where you can deauthorize everything all at once. That's cool. But once again, you can only
1: use that once a year, I think. No, you can use it. Well, I guess I've never tried to use it more than once a year. I think it's, a, really it's, it's windowed. Yeah, yeah. I'm not
0: sure it's one year. I might be misspeaking there, but I, I'm pretty sure that the deauthorized all computers on iTunes" is also windowed. Hmm. But then
4: ten minutes later, you get a very angry call from your wife, who's like, "Why I can't do the thing that I was going to do? Why doesn't this work? It's all broken. Come fix it." No, fuck. From, my own, from my wife, specifically. <laughs> yeah, from your wife. I don't know why she calls me, but
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I just, I they all have that password. So the, the dangerous thing though is when the kids learn the password and then. You watch them with the iPhone. Oh I think, God! Yeah. You know I mean, what's
2: what's going to happen when all these services are in the cloud, as they say? Because hasn't iTunes been about to announce for six months or something that they're going to go all cloud? Yeah,
1: so they keep uh, oh, rumoring.
2: I mean, I, I'm wondering is that that's just going to make it worse. It seems like because then you can't even go to you know, like on your computer and dig through the the hidden files and find that you know the music stuff that you want to copy over to your. Your uh, son's computer, your wife's computer, or whatever. I guess it know? depends
1: on the implementation. It may, it, you know, depending on how it works, it may just show up as another drive on your computer. That uh, when you're online, it, it pops up.
0: You know, it's one of those things. you can have problems no matter what.
1: I mean, I wish that I wish that
0: some of the problems I have didn't directly benefit other people. In other words, that I didn't have to buy another version of the game. And they, I know they're making money, and I know it's a, the rebuys are showing up somewhere on their income statement. But the same sense, it's like the guy in the 50s driving around with the AM radio and his car's like, shut
3: the fuck up, idiots, <laughs> you know? Yeah.
0: You have every song ever made on this little you know, <laughs> Star Trek device that sits on your dashboard. Just shut the fuck up. So I recognize that. It, that it, guy's dead. Your, it, your iPhone is smaller than this 8-track,
4: essentially. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah exactly.
0: But, I, but back to that point is when I finished DLC... On a title now, I'm more relieved than anything else that I just have to clear all this digital stuff out that I don't have to deal with it anymore. And hopefully someone will come up with a more streamlined way to deal with it. But in the same sense, when you open anything up or make it available to everyone, guess what? The PS3 network goes down for a week. For three weeks for everybody. You know what I mean? Because Mm -hmm. it would just be great if everybody was honest. Wouldn't that be great, guys? And then you could have an open system.
1: They'd already – remove the option on the PS3 to even be able to install other operating systems. Remember, we talked about that a few months ago. You used to be able to install Linux on your PS3, and they removed that via firmware also because of fears of things like this.
0: Right. That's what I was talking about. Yeah. With, aren't they open on the PS3? But, yeah. yeah, it was the Linux
1: thing that they shut down. Mm-hmm. How does Steam work? It's just its own. It's just like uh, uh, PSN, I believe, is a wrapper around Steam.
0: No, I'm sorry, for DRM. Like you have an account oh, oh, on oh, Steam. Oh, like for the computer? Let's say you gave me your login information. Yeah. Why couldn't I just download all your games on Steam? Uh,
4: there is there is a system in place. I just discovered it the other day. If you install Steam on another computer, yeah. or like another like I have a Windows Mac dual boot on the Mac side, when I went to install Steam and I tried to log in, it said you're trying to log in for the first time from this uh, computer. So we've emailed you a code. You need to enter in. So then I had to switch back to the Mac side, get the code, and then go back to the
1: sure. Side. But I could you could send me the code too. I, mean, I could answer buddies. buddies. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I, you might. Not be able to do simultaneous logins from multiple computers.
0: So that's the deal. That we can't log in mean, the same place. Yeah. Well, that, seem, that seems like a
1: pretty good solution to me. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know? I think that's it. I mean, I haven't used it and I don't know, I one else, I've never given anyone else my Steam account, so I don't know exactly how that works.
0: Like, let's say I had Red Dead on Games on Demand. If mm-hmm. I'm playing it, oh, well, let's say I have a disc. If I'm playing it, and then I hand it to you, you can go play it. No big yeah. deal. Yeah. And then if I had a game on demand, if I'm just playing it, then no other digital account can be playing
1: it at the same time. That mm-hmm. makes sense to me. That would make sense. Yeah. yeah. Right? Just you treat it like a physical physical media. Yeah. It can be in use one place at one time. Yeah, but only by the person that bought it. No, right. but if you lend it. Like right in the case of the physical copy of Red Dead. Yeah.
0: So con- we'll look at us, we'll look at solving the industry's problems it's right here. Confusing <laughs> times. That's why we're such a highly rated gaming podcast. Because <laughs> we know so much about the gaming industry. Well, it solve so many issues. This
1: is amazing that we're actually we've actually talked about gaming for so long. We, yeah, we, we haven't
0: even started talking about Portal 2 yet, which oh we all played
1: last week. Let's talk about Portal 2 then. So did you see, I guess, that Portal 2 is going to be Valve's last game with an isolated single-player experience?
0: I did. Should we also say that we're not going to give any spoilers so people don't tune out real quick just to give a
1: disclaimer? Okay, yeah, we, sure. We
0: will make every attempt to make this as spoiler-free, spoiler-free as possible, and Gus, you will blank out anything that's spoilerific, right? <laughs> okay. So you don't have to tune out.
1: Um, I'll just so, go in and add all the spoilers later.
0: <laughs> there you go. We'll portal them out for you. So, guys, what are you saying? They, that Portal 2 is going to be the last single-player game? The by... last
1: game with an isolated single-player experience is what uh, they've said.
0: Isolated is a specific word. Yeah. yeah. Did they use the word isolated That's like that? the
1: exact quote. Isolated single-player experience. Just
4: one can infer that maybe, like, Half-Life, episode
1: three, Half-Life 2 Episode 3 will have co-op, potentially. No. By then, they'll <laughs> have invented a new type. It'll be so far in the future, they'll have invented a new type of game. You haven't even thought about it yet. Oh, really? Yeah. Because Half-Life idea. 2 Episode 3 will be counting fucking 30 years back when they they reinvent with, they,
0: when they reinvent the the number 3 means <laughs>
1: <laughs> i don't think that this is a spoiler
4: um but i, I got i was reading the portal wiki last night so i want to warn everyone it. this is probably a spoiler and uh they were I, I i always knew that the portal universe and the half-life universe are the same universe yeah and uh i guess that um someone from valve maybe eric walput said that down the road, that Chell, the main character from Portal, will mm. play a significant role in the Half Life universe, like in and other uh, stories in their universe, and that inferred that she would be a part, like will play some sort of a part in Half Life. Did you guys ever hear that? No. It seems no. like that would have been a bigger deal. I read it on the yeah, like the Half Life Wiki last night.
1: I thought like, that was strange. citation needed. What's that? Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Can I? It was like a direct quote from the guy. I've always felt, aside from Half Life which was an amazing experience of playing a game and getting an unbelievable story without any cutscenes. That was unbelievably revolutionary to me mm-hmm. uh, when they did that. But aside from that Half-Life franchise, I recognize that there's fiction layered onto Valve games like Left 4 Dead and Portal, but it always seemed intentionally surface-ish to me. Like, I never looked any deeper than that. It was I thought it was the perfect amount of story to justify what you were doing without... Bogging you down
4: with story, without being overwhelming. Yeah. yeah, I agree. Apparently, all that story is there if you choose to look for it, though. Right. Kind of like the writing on the walls in Left for Dead. I learned a lot of stuff about Portal last night just reading, like all about Ratman and that whole thing. I didn't know who that was. He was all over Portal One and uh, all over Portal Two, and there's like all these characters I wasn't familiar with.
1: Great, now I have to go read it too. I, I don't was, know it was what. You're really saying. interesting.
4: Like all the scribbling on the walls in Portal One and Portal Two was all by this scientist named Doctor Ratman. Uh-huh. who was like the one living scientist left. In the Aperture Labs, and who was hiding from Gladys, and selected Shell uh, to be the test subject that beats her, and uh, it's, it's all kinds of stuff. It's really deep, and apparently you can infer, like infer and get all this just from
0: like deciphering all the shit that he wrote on the walls. I okay. just never looked at it that deeply. I but it, I, I don't know about you, Gus. I assume that was another test subject who find his, found his. In fact, in fact, that I assumed a, it was another test subject too. The fact that this guy's name is Ratman makes yeah, me like, even. Doctor Ratman, and apparently he uh,
4: he also was watching. And giving clues to Chell throughout Portal 1. And that's what all that stuff was. There were clues he was leaving for her to help take her to Gladys' lair so that he could defeat her.
1: Huh.
4: Or that she could defeat Was
1: him. he, I mean, again, I don't know if this is a spoiler or not, but is he dead by the time that Chell does that? Uh, it, Yes. It's
0: supposedly he's dead. Hmm. Okay, listen, I'm going to go even a level higher than that. I didn't know the, the main character was named Chell. <laughs> I, didn't, I, I didn't either until I started reading it. Right. I mean, yeah. there's no, when do you get an indication that this is Chell? Is it Chell or Chess? Chell. Chell. It's Chell. Chell. Uh, yeah,
4: it's there. Even, um, well, there even well there's some spoiler stuff I could tell you, so I won't. But yeah, there's it's in there. Tell it, I'll blank it out. Listen, listen, There's well, there's like a scene when you go through the potato area and you see all the potato science projects. Hers is there. It was Take Your Father to Work or Take Your Daughter to Work Day, which is the day that uh, Aperture Science Gladys went live and destroyed everyone. It's called the Take Your Daughter to Work Day Massacre. And uh, her science project <laughs> is the giant potato that grows up through the ceiling, that's, and she, she signs it, and it's like all that's it's chills. All her, yeah, I looked at all those. I didn't see that. Yeah, it's they got pictures and everything. It's her name is right there in the whole deal.
1: But here's the my deal: my mind is fucking blown. Yeah, and
4: apparently there was also a portal comic, and yeah. it talks a lot about it in the portal comic that came out between one and two. But if you don't know her name, you wouldn't know that. But you do find, I mean.
0: I
1: I supposedly it's in Portal
0: One too. I don't remember where it was. Yeah, it was it was
1: in Portal One, I remember that.
0: Yeah. I also
1: get when
0: when I'm saying this that I don't know the the character, the main character even had a name, that might sound like I don't care or that's irrelevant. I actually think that's completely awesome. I thought Portal Two and the story of Portal Two was probably one of the best that I've seen in any video game ever. Totally agree. And they also made a big point of talking about how she never speaks at all
4: during the campaign. Right. Uh, not because she can't but because she's so annoyed with Gladys. She never wants to give Gladys the satisfaction of knowing that she's gotten to her. So really? she made a conscious effort not to speak at all at any point.
1: Really? Yeah. The, so, that, that, could, that's kind of weird though with the, the beginning of Portal 2.
4: The whole time – I can tell you all about that too but I don't want to – You know, we don't want to get mired in Portal 2 – Mythos, but uh, the whole time you and I were talking a name last night. That's what I was doing. I, I read for about an hour and a half, just portal stuff. Y'all were talking our name. <laughs> I was you on. Were, you were, you'd been freaking. <laughs> I was online.
0: <laughs> you were sending emails. So are, are we then to infer from this that Gordon Freeman is annoyed by everything he runs into, and that's why <laughs> he never talks as well? I mean, we s- actually
4: talked about that with Gordon Freeman too, and I think that Gordon Freeman has spoken at some point, like once or twice. I can't
0: recall. I Gordon can't Freeman remember either, talking,
4: but. Uh, they mentioned that somewhere that it's very similar to how they treat Gordon Freeman, but yeah, different in some way. Well,
0: apparently he just thinks Barney is an asshole because he's not say- <laughs> he's not saying anything to him. Barney, I forgot that was his name. I was trying to think what's the uh, what's the bald scientist name that has uh, Lamar? Oh, oh, the yeah, pet crab. <laughs> I can't remember, but uh, yeah, it's um, I, I you know, I, I don't think it. I, I think Valve does a great job when you play Portal Two uh, and you play through it. I'm not going to give any spoilers here, but. They construct things so well you don't realize they're being constructed and you react to things in the game based – you realize later I made a reaction to what I did based on something I learned in the game without even knowing that I was learning it. I know, ex- Absolutely. I know exactly
1: what you're talking about.
0: It's so crazy. What part it's- are you talking
1: about? You can believe it.
0: To this podcast is only gonna be ten minutes long. Yeah. Everything I <laughs> said about not like giving spoilers is like thrown out the window. Yeah, well, 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 we
1: realize we can beep it. Yeah. yeah, this is gonna be one long tone. <laughs> There's <podcast>. also <laughs> you guys know that achievement
4: where you uh you pick up the you save the the um the turret from yeah uh, so on the conveyor belt. You know if you if you carry it with you, it'll talk to you and it says all kinds of really crazy stuff like <laughs> and the she. Total spoiler. Yeah, I knew You'd that. You never get.
1: I, I knew that because I, I when I picked her up, like, I, I picked up that turret because I was walking down the conveyor. I didn't realize it was an achievement. I just picked mm-hmm. it up because I was like, oh, weird. That one's moving. I went to look at it. And I got an achievement. I was like, oh, I wonder if there's something special about it. I kept it with me and then you get to that. Uh, where you can't take her. Where you can't take it. it. So I stood there with her forever just listening to it talk. I was, I, like, what, I was like, I wonder if all this means something. Yeah, I did the same thing. But, like, of course, at that point, you don't. You didn't mean a goddamn thing yeah. to you, right? Yeah.
0: You know what? Portal 2 was a different experience for me just in terms of being an Xbox 360 game that was different than any other game I've played in a while. Is I was doing things in Portal 2 to figure out if they were achievements. I didn't even load up the achievement list to see what I'm supposed to do. I was trying to do things thinking, "Oh, this is probably this will probably be an achievement." Can I tell you something as well? Right. I did the same
4: thing and I don't know how. My job is to find achievements, right? And I, some something about that game, I was so sucked in so instantly, I never thought to hit pause and go look at achievement lists to make sure I was doing everything properly. And I got lucky and I only missed one single player achievement on my playthrough. I got to go back and record for Achievement Hunter. But yeah, they're they're it's really cool
0: the way they make it kind of intuitive and uh like entice you yep. into finding the achievements. And you do. It is crazy there's so many more mechanics in the original Portal in this game. I was describing a situation to Jeff where I got stuck in a little pit where I, there's these light bridges that you can use in the game. Uh, and this is one of the – what are they called? Excursion tunnels, mm-hmm. which is like a light tunnel that carries you. And use portals to then make those excursion tunnels go in different directions so that you can travel to different parts of the room. Typical puzzles in, in portal. Yeah. Uh, but with a really cool new mechanic. But you get so used to all this new stuff and using it that I was stuck in this pit and I was thinking, oh, I, can't, I can't reach that excursion tunnel. I can't use it to draw me out of this pit. I'm stuck. And I was in there for five minutes and realized, fuck, I got a fucking portal gun. Yeah. I can just make a portal and walk you out of get, here.
4: You get overloaded, and then, yeah, you forget about the like, <laughs> the, the beginning mechanics of the game. You have, you have too game. many tools. There's, that game does something that in a way that no other game has, where it simultaneously makes you feel like the smartest and dumbest person in the world. Like, you watched me get stuck at a point yesterday where I was stuck for probably 20 minutes, and I was so frustrated. As soon as you walk away, I figure it out, and I go, oh, I'm a fucking genius. And then I go, it took me 30 minutes to figure I'm the stupidest person on the planet. <laughs> yes. I should. Somebody should hit me with a brick.
0: Wait until you have an eight-year-old oh, sitting next God. to you doing that. You know, <laughs> do not watch anyone else play Portal after you have finished it. They will seem like the dumbest person yeah, on the planet. Yeah, I, I You're had, like,
1: it's, right there. I, I it's walk, right there. I walked in on Jeff playing the other day before he finished it, and I was like, and I said I was like, it's like watching a monkey with a rock and a stick trying to figure out how to make fire. It is.
0: But you, ha- you have to admit that it's one of the most refined games ever because somehow they've included into a video game. The same mechanic that's like part of Where's Waldo, of just like it's here. I'm looking at it. It's I'm going to see it if I look at this eventually, how to solve this problem. Yeah. And there's there's not that component really in any other game. It's like you, you've, you're like searching around, looking for stuff, and you're like, damn it, I'm going to solve this. And the moment you see the solution, it makes perfect sense to you. Yep. Very fun experience, and I would say it's probably – it's easily one of the most unique gaming experiences you can have.
1: It's, I agree. it's the Portal series. I couldn't believe they made another game out of it, and they fucking nailed it. It'll be a strong contender for Game of the Year at the end of the year and I the Drunk oh, Tank geez, Awards. Yes, it will.
0: Dude, I can't I can't imagine this year. I don't know what else is on the slate, but... Mass Effect 3. Uh, there's a lot. Deus Ex. Um,
4: oh, uh, Uncharted 3 is coming out as mm-hmm. well. There's a lot of heavy hitters coming out this year, but
0: yeah.
1: A lot of 3s. A lot of 3s. And 1-2. Portal 2.
0: Stayed strong. It stayed strong, too. The whole way through, it stayed strong.
1: It yeah. did. I, got, I don't understand the people who complained that that game was too short. Those people are a lot smarter than I am, apparently. Even, like, I replayed it. I, I, I beat it a second time. And even knowing how to beat the puzzles, it still took me five and a half hours to beat that game.
0: Yeah. Do you know that most of the levels that they showed, completed levels that they showed at conventions that we went to, like PAX, those were not included. There were, all, there were a ton of levels that were just those plates, those spiked plates, clamping together. And from what I read, attributed to someone at Valve saying, they cut those because they didn't want to have too much just timing things. They wanted to be more about figuring out how to solve it as opposed to just I got the jump at the right time or I was running at the right time through this thing. Oh, right.
1: Good, because I hate that shit. That reminds me of platformer games. Sure. And, yeah, you hate platformer I hate games. platformers. And you liked Portal 2? Yeah. So Portal 2. It's not a platformer to me. It's a puzzle game. Gonna, yeah, I, I agree. I'm
0: going to ask a obvious question. So Portal 2 is a definite recommend from everybody here. Yes. Yes. I could not. A++ plus yeah.
4: plus would do business again. Absolutely. Him, poor Matt has just had the whole game spoiled in front pretty of
2: him. Pretty much. Pretty much. You should so play, it, dummy. That's right. When I listen to the podcast later, I'll bleep out all that stuff in my
0: mind. <laughs> <laughs> Matt hasn't been able to play because his homebrew PS3 has been busy hacking the network. Out
1: <laughs> <laughs> he, his uh, his kids picked up the Wii controller and smashed the Xbox <laughs> it's along with a window and a TV.
0: Do you want to talk a little bit about the leech footage of the uh- – new Wii that's coming out?
1: There's leaked footage? i oh, I
0: shouldn't say the new Wii. The new Nintendo. No, no, the leaked schematics, I should say. I haven't seen it. I haven't even seen that. Yeah. I sent it to you.
1: Oh, that thing? That was in that conversation, yeah. I thought that was bullshit. That's real?
3: So oh, bas- mean, that's-
0: <laughs> basically, the way they're describing this thing, or the way the schematic is laid out, and you know what? I gotta be honest. I... I usually don't like reporting on non-official information, but these days it seems like everything that you've heard about things that's unofficial has turned out to be true. I don't know know about that. When was the last leak that you heard that wasn't true?
1: Uh, Some of the iPhone 5 rumors about design. Is the iPhone 5 out? No, it'll be out soon.
3: (laughs) Well, then you don't know. But there's there's
1: conflicting (laughs) ones, so they can't all be right. Well, how are they conflicting? Like different designs, different looks to the phone. One of them says it's going to be the iPhone 6. Yes, one of them says it's going to be the iPhone six. How did you know? Did you read the article? Four point eight. Don't you throw me like I'm an idiot. You you're, are an idiot. You're
0: disproving my theory with something that can't possibly be disproven.
1: What? <laughs> they have different designs. You, They're not going to release two iPhone fives that are what the if same they product do? that look totally different. What if they have two different okay, versions of the right. iPhone five? You're going to sound like an idiot in about four months. <laughs> We've got as not, opposed to sounding like an idiot right now. Not,
4: not to play devil's advocate, but how many versions of the iPod do we have? What's that? I'm saying, how many versions of the iPod do we have? That's an excellent question. I mean, we have the one
1: yeah, because every revision, it's just revised to one uniform look. The 3G only—I mean, there's a different color, black yeah. and white, but that's it. So, no, I'm talking so about the, the iPod. iPod,
0: the iPod, iPod and the iPod Nano are the same thing. They're right different products. Oh, because they give them different names. The,
1: I, they, I'm saying they're both iPhone 5 prototypes. <laughs> They're not calling them iPhone 5, iPhone 5 Nano, iPhone iPhone 5s. I read a rumor that there was going to be
0: Verizon. The I read- same
1: thing. I, I read crazy? that there was. A- you're
0: saying that from? You don't know that. I you're, do you're know that. You're you just don't saying know- it. You're just saying it, and you're saying it's not. You're just that saying way. it.
1: What is, What is you saying it better I, than me saying it? I am saying most of
0: the leaked information that has come out lately. That when the actual product comes out, it turns out it was true, and you're saying that's not true because the iPhone five didn't do that. But the iPhone five isn't fucking out,
1: so you don't know that <laughs> it's going to be wrong when it comes out because there's difference coming. Wait,
0: that's speculation. <laughs> you're
1: speculating.
0: I'm, no, I'm not. <laughs> Am I
3: speculating?
0: I
4: will say that I did read that that one of the rumors is that there's going to be an iPad, there's going to be an iPhone five and an iPhone five mini. So. There could be a <laughs> you
0: you look so scared. <laughs> no, that's incorrect. That's your your you, Gus is saying that's incorrect. You oh, didn't read
4: that. I didn't. I'm sorry. Because
0: you're he's from the future and you're not. I'm that, <laughs> I just, I'm having
4: a lovely time with you guys. I don't want to get sucked into this.
0: Now I don't even want to talk about the stupid new Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> Gus has ruined it for me. I, I, I would I would like to talk about anything other than iPhones. <laughs> so the new schematic that was leaked, uh, which I'm sure now will be completely false uh, about the new Nintendo, <laughs> is that it's a base station. That doesn't. It doesn't look like it hooks into your TV. The big hook on this console is that all the controllers have the TV screen on them. So you have four controllers and you all play so it's Dreamcast. Well, the yeah, for the VMU, I think these are high def screens. Yeah, I'm
1: sure they do. But yeah, but that's. I mean, basically, that's the, same, the concept we're talking about, right? Yeah, they. All, they yeah. also Nintendo actually also did something similar with the GameCube with uh, Final Fantasy. The Crystal Chronicles game? With the GBAs. Yeah, with the GBAs where if you plugged them oh, in, you yeah. could use them as little screens where you other players couldn't see what you were doing.
2: Wasn't there something like that with Animal Crossing
1: 2 or one of those games? I think Animal Crossing did have some – on the on the GameCube did also have something yeah. like that. I think that was like – you could travel to your Game Boy from the game. You could. That's what it was, right? Yeah. Yes, yes. And it,
0: the, it also had the scanner where you could buy cards and yeah. scan stuff and they would bring it into – your GameCube. Why did they make a scanner for the GameCube? I don't know. You had to go I, buy a GBA for it. I had that scanner. I, that's how I know about it because this guy had it. They
1: yeah. also have something I, similar with the 3DS now, right? Where you can like look at cards. It's like an alternate reality or augmented reality. I don't display.
4: Know. 3DS does nothing for me. Yeah, I saw the packs. Matt PAX. said he won't buy it because he
0: read it hurts your kid's vision.
1: Oh, DS3. It, they, yeah. they, that's what they released. They said publicly, "Don't play
4: it. Uh, kids under six shouldn't play yeah. it." Yeah, right? yeah. There's
1: like stickers it's, all over the box saying not to give it to kids under. I think you're right, under six. Yeah, it's like virtual boy all over again. That's crazy. I don't know how you
2: release a product like that, I mean, especially when it's that. That is the kids, you know, yeah. demographic. I mean, you're not gonna. That's that's what they want to play. Mm-hmm. You know, I would.
0: It seems irresponsible to me, even but, with all those stickers. There's, a, I mean. You don't think about stuff like that. We were cleaning out the junk drawer at my house, and uh, one of the things I think we that came out of there was I guess when we had a cat, we had a mouse laser pointer. So it's, like a little, it's in the shape of a mouse, and it made a little red dot laser so you could entertain yeah. the cat with that. They love those things. And that just came out in all the junk that was coming out of the junk drawer, mm-hmm. and we were in the process of sorting it to throw it away. And my younger kid, Teddy, picks his laser pointer up and like starts shining it directly in his own eye. Wow. Yeah. I freaked the fuck out, dude. I'm not, yeah. I'm not kidding. Yeah. And my wife did not understand it at all, you know? My wife also didn't understand that when you unscrew a light, <laughs> a light bulb from a lamp, you shouldn't stick your finger in the socket. <laughs> she didn't know that that would shock you. Did she get shocked? Yes. Was, she shocked the hell out of herself. It was a shocking revelation? <laughs> you could say that. It's like the oldest gag in the Three Stooges. Yeah. Just kid.
2: Just But having a handheld video game and, and telling kids not to play it, that's like having a cookie jar that you filled with poison or something. Especially, you know I mean? yeah. I mean, kids just right. know, like, they see that device, they see that shape. It's like, I have to pick that up and play with it. Especially
4: poison if you that
1: smells,
0: out. it looks or like or a donkey calling
4: on it. You yeah, know? exactly. It's all cartoon characters.
0: Right. It's a, it's a video game. Yeah. It's meant for kids to play. Yeah. You know, that's one of the initial designs of it, especially a Nintendo game, right? It's crazy. Right. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah I saw it at, uh, at PAX and I wasn't too crazy about it anyway, even though I'm over six. Yes. <laughs> I still want to play it. I
0: haven't even seen it, and I still want to see it just to see it. Mm-hmm. I'll probably be blown away by it. It probably make more sense in my hands. Looking at it from four
4: or five feet away, maybe that was part of the problem, Gus. I don't know. That's true.
1: I, got, I, got, I did get a closer look at it at one point, but man, I'm also, I guess, I'm also not impressed with the uh, the titles that are out for it right now. Maybe there'll be a, a game I really want to get later. Yeah. Do you know? Uh, well, Nintendo Dogs and Nintendo Cats is out, right? <laughs> yeah. That and Pi- I think there's also a Pilot Wings for it, and I don't think I could name anything beyond that that launched with it.
0: You know what we should do since none of us play Pokemon? We should all just play the most recent Pokemon. <laughs> I, we've completely missed that phenomenon. Mm-hmm. Everyone in this company. Nobody plays Nobody plays Pokemon. It's Carrie. Carrie. Oh, it's the young right. guys. That's right, yeah. yeah.
1: Is there a way we could capture video of that? Sure we could. We'd we have could a couple cameras. We, we could do Isn't that. it like
0: a thousand-hour game? be the most boring video Ugh. capture of all time? You train the Pokemons to do stuff, right? You build them up? Right,
1: they like level up,
0: they fight and get better. And you throw the ball. Just talking about it's horrible. <laughs> and then they, I think that the whole point You've of the is... You gotta catch them all, right? Yeah, it's catching them all, you gotta collect them. There's you like a million them, to collect. But then you fight them too. We, yeah, there's a million people right now that are that are just listening like, to this, that are just cringing. Face palming right yeah, now. Listening yeah, listening to us talk about Pokemon with no knowledge. So you collect the Pokemon, then you fight the Pokemon, and then the Pokemons turn into other Pokemon. And then you have all the Pokemon's.
1: They like evolve, right? Is that what you mean?
0: Right. They get they, they level up to different versions of themselves. Yeah, more powerful. Like there's the lizard one that becomes the super lizard one. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, speculation? Yeah, we haven't
1: seen the lizard yet. Are they all? Are they there all? could be different <laughs> schematics for those lizards. <laughs> there's two. Could different
0: be a versions. super lizard and a giant lizard. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Which one is going to be released?
0: They can't have fire
3: and ice. <laughs> <laughs> That's just a Steam Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: no, but that, yeah, yeah, we should. there's, there's a, is there like a trading aspect or a multiplayer aspect to it, do you know?
4: I th- I think you fight each other's Pokemons, right? Alright, that's it. Let's play Pokemon. I'll I will,
0: my Pokemons will beat the shit out of your Pokemons, guys. No offense. That's it. I've never even trained my Pokemons, a Pokemon. I can tell you let right me show now. Them to you. Is that I, even
4: grammatically correct? Are they Pokemai Pokémon? Poke- <laughs> Pokemon? Pokemon.
1: Pokemon.
0: It's a different game, Pokemon. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you can find a guide to that on Achievement.com. Yeah. <laughs> speaking, of, speaking of bad original jokes,
0: Achievement.com. Yeah. All right, take it easy. Hey. So while we're ranting about things, I want to go back to an earlier rant, and dear Lord, do I wish that Griffin was on the podcast today just for this discussion. Uh-oh. Gus. Guess who got busted on an airplane for not turning off his cell phone? That's fucking bullshit, by the way. Did you get busted for it? No. He Did, was tell- it was no. you? No. Here's what happened. <laughs> Here's <laughs> it,
1: literally what happened. Did the I'm gonna tell
4: to just, tell you to shut it off? I'm gonna tell you- no, he didn't. I'm going to tell you the story. Did he not tell you to shut it off? No, he didn't. I'm going to tell you the story. What? I'm going to tell you the story. Okay. I'm t- on my iPhone. I'm playing Angry Birds. They go, uh, we're going to take off. turn off your things. And I go and I start to turn mine off. And I'm like holding the button down to turn it off. And the guy goes, excuse me, sir. And I just looked, held my phone up to him, and I go, It's turning off right now. He goes, Oh, you've been asked that before, huh? And I go, No. And he goes, I just want you to put your
0: window shade up. And I go, Or down. It's yeah. got to be down for takeoff and landing. So I go, oh, Okay. And I just turned my thing down. It was so embarrassing. It That's all that happened. It was so embarrassing to watch him go through that. I had to That's tell you. That's all that happened. The but flight attendant shook his head. <laughs> other, people, uh, other people in the exit row were like, tiff, He just tiff. like, uh, The flight
4: attendant comes and talks to me while I'm turning my phone off. I'm going to assume he wants to double check I'm turning it off. So I just showed it to him. I'm like, It's turning
0: off right now. And he goes, no, sorry, I just wanted you to drop the shade. <laughs> We're lucky we all didn't die from Jeff his flaunting of the rules. It didn't do anything wrong. I was turning it off.
4: I, I I did put the shade up because it was bright, so you can you can hit me for that. And
0: everyone died. <laughs> this is the moral of the story. Jeff did something wrong and everybody died. <laughs> so it's really embarrassing so you can no longer call people what'd you call those poor ladies with their dog cunts cunts no you call them fucking cunts fucking cunts
4: I didn't do anything wrong I'm not I'm not I wasn't in violation of any rules
0: you know when you point one finger at somebody else three fingers are pointed back at you I don't know what that means and <laughs> none of those none of those three fingers are turning off their cell phone apparently because the flight attendant had to come talk you
4: he didn't talk to me about my fucking cell phone okay yeah. I assumed he was talking to me about my cell phone which I was turning off because you knew you were guilty I was turning it in the process off. He just happened to talk to me the second they announced it, that it was time to turn them off. And he was looking at pictures of his dog. That's (laughs) the sad part. That is distorting reality, sir. How dare you? Sounds like it's time for an updated uh, animated adventure. Oh, my God.
0: Really? You'll be the Rube that. How does it feel to be the villain now? I don't know. I wouldn't know. I've never been a villain. <laughs> what happened
1: to you? You used to be such a good
0: person to follow the rules. <laughs> I am.
1: I do. All, everyone around you was safe. You i was follow, not in danger of falling out of sky. I follow the rules like crazy. Speaking of following the rules, I was behind Jeff driving into work this morning. Oh. We were like on a stretch of 35. There weren't any cars in front of us. And he started hitting his brakes. I'm like, what's that fucker doing? He's like, oh, he's hitting the speed limit. So he's stopping. Like he's slowing down. You you hit sixty five. You can You hit your brakes in the fast lane to stay at sixty five.
2: You really can't go over sixty five on that stretch of twenty five miles. It's we, terrible. We, I mean, We there's had there's a like break.
1: four or five cops every day. I no, think.
2: have you seen how oh, bad yeah. it is? God, there's cops it's everywhere. Ridiculous.
4: I don't speed ever. I don't want to know, like Joel. I think it's the Joel gets Joel ticket like every two weeks. I think
1: he gets one every morning. It's crazy. I mean, they just mail it to him preemptively. He <laughs> fills it out yeah. on his. Own. He's on the honor system. <laughs> they, they have hand, they have hand signals to him
0: <laughs> as he passes. You know, I was following the rules. That's what I do. <laughs> he was breaking because he was turning off his cell phone while driving. <laughs> he was in the middle of Just a text. Angry Birds. <laughs> he was getting texted about a picture of a dog.
1: There's, there's a stupid uh, ad, ca- local ad campaign going on right now that I think the NBC, local NBC affiliates doing. They're calling. They have. They're making like little Livestrong bracelets for your individual fingers that say "X" the text, so you know not to text while you're driving.
2: I almost got in a wreck the other day because I was looking up. <laughs> at, the, at the sign that says, you text, you talk, you die. Have you seen that? Yeah, I've seen it. And I was like, that is so, that's just like, the messaging is just so negative and just like, it's this big looming billboard that's towering over there. Every, everybody, it seems very big brother, you know? And regardless of how bad it is to, to text and drive, there's something about the way they're presenting it
1: that seems really oppressive to me. And then I nearly ran off the road while well, I was looking at it. <laughs> I was going to say, is it reading a distraction? It a was. Yeah. It was still a distraction. Someone on the internet the other day made a post saying, if texting while driving is so bad and it's such an epidemic, then why are traffic fatalities at the lowest rate they've been for the past 50 years? Is that true? Yes. Fuck.
4: Speaking of traffic, did you guys read that they're trying to raise the speed limit in Texas to 85? Mm-hmm.
1: That's okay. nuts. Awesome. It, it, it's only on certain roads. Right. I don't think it's anywhere near us, but yeah.
0: awesome roads. 85 sure. miles an hour? That's bad. I think roads
1: that are cur- – there are some roads that I believe currently have a speed limit of 80. And yes. they're going to get those – the ones that are currently 80 and get buffed up to 85. Because they've had no
4: increase in accidents mm-hmm. from 75 to 80.
0: Don't you think that uh, – I at least – we we'll go back to this illusion of order in society like we've talked about before. I always have the feeling like they've planned the curves, mm-hmm. that this road is 45 miles an hour, so this curve is perfectly banked and set up and degreed. For exactly the turn you need to make at 45 miles an hour. So how do they like just make all of the roads 85? That you know, even highways.
1: Well, I think that there's like certain specifications. Like it has to be a straight stretch for so long. Right. And I'm sure there's there's variances that they're allowed to operate within.
0: Clearly, Gus has bought into the same illusion that I have. That someone is analyzing this <laughs> and taking care of this. Okay, let's bump it up to 85. See where a bunch of people die. Their cars
1: end up <laughs> flying off the road.
0: <laughs> then we'll scale it back from there. It's kind of sad, but there's got to be a portion of it that's sad. Like some actuary going, "Yeah, we'll we'll retroactively analyze this and see how many people got crushed
1: inside their vehicles." Yeah, we'll lose a couple, but fuck it, it'll be fine. People people will save time overall.
4: My uh, my ex wife used to work at the Department of Public Safety, and her job was to enter in tickets for that data. And then they would come and they would take all the data and they would determine like where accidents happen a lot, and then uh, like change like red lights and stuff based on that.
0: And that's what she did all day long. I don't know about you guys, but since we moved into this new office, I am petrified of turning left in front of our office because there's a blind corner right there.
1: Oh, yeah, right over here on that street? Yeah, Yeah,
0: Yeah. man. We heard that one accident. Mm -hmm. We're also about 100 yards from a firehouse, so we clocked. It took the ambulance two and a half minutes to get to the scene of the accident.
1: Uh, in the recent months, there have been a couple of fatal accidents here, right by this intersection off of Slaughter. No, don't say that. Uh, really? But, yeah. One of them, the last one I think was on a, someone on a motorcycle, and I think there've been two or three others <laughs> besides that. When I was a kid, we had a uh, we had kind of a big yard, and we, at the corner of
2: the yard we had a bus stop. And for some reason, it was a it was like a magnet for drunk people in the middle of the night to hit. And our our street kind of like was a street where you could cut through a busy intersection you'd like, cut through the neighborhood and go around it and we probably had when I was growing up like three or four different cars hit that bus stop wreck and we would w- I would wake up in the morning and there'd be like car parts strewn all over the yard <laughs> and the bus stop would be destroyed it was like the old kind we had the uh the rebar middle and the cement like, just cement uh-huh. and that was all it was it wasn't like a, a seat it's, it's like, like a like, pylon yeah it's like a pylon so and the one time the, the motorcycle thing reminded me of it got up in the morning and there was a half like of a motorcycle left, there was like a destroyed motorcycle. I thought, how you, how are you so drunk that you're, that you're able to ride a motorcycle, but you can't steer away from a bus stop in somebody's yard? Also, where's the, the other half of the thing? motorcycle? <laughs> yeah, where's the other half of the motorcycle? Where's the other half of the guy? I wonder what, ha- what happened to him, Jeff. You do know, you want,
0: do you want to answer some of these questions for Matt? <laughs> how drunk do you have to be? Now, is it a Vespa?
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Maybe that's why I thought it was half a motorcycle.
2: Because <laughs> it was one Vespa. <laughs> it was one Vespa. <laughs>
4: I was totally sober.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of traffic fatalities, uh, I was in Los Angeles, and I was texting with my wife because Jeff and Matt and I took a trip to L.A. last week where we flew to L.A. in the morning. We had a meeting, and then we determined that we could make our flight coming back. We could book an earlier one, so we flew back by the end of the day. We flew back at 4 o'clock. We were in L.A. for less than eight hours. This
1: is where Jeff's uh, cell phone Story took place. That's exactly right. right. Yeah.
0: yeah, that's on the way out. He learned his lesson on the way back to us. He really he, <laughs> oh, okay. he reformed good. and made good. Good. But uh, I was texting with my wife um, when we were trying to go to back to the airport, telling her we were going to make the early flight. And she goes, "That's great. Don't text me while you're driving." And I said, "Oh, it's okay. I'm not driving. Matt's driving." She goes, "Pull over. Don't let Matt drive. <laughs> she would she would rather have me drive and text in L.A. than drive with Matt." My wife is scared to death of the way that Matt drives.
1: Well, Matt. It probably has an advantage in L.A. because he thinks traffic in Austin's worse, right? Dude, <laughs> you dude. oh man, dude, that was the I'll entire fucking this. trip. I'll never. Really, okay, so here's here's let me qualify this The <laughs>
2: statement about Austin: is that at ten o'clock at night on a Wednesday, You're any? I am qualifying. That's what I said. I'm going to qualify this <laughs> statement. Don't get him mad.
0: He's going to start yelling. At again. ten o'clock
2: at night on a Wednesday, there will be a horrible traffic jam and nobody can go anywhere.
0: And by the way, you when you moved to in Austin, L.A., you moved to the middle of that
2: traffic LA, jam. I don't know why. I, uh, no, that's Jeff. I'm just south of that traffic jam. You're where but it I, starts. I'm where – or where it ends depending on your point of view.
0: <laughs> <laughs> as long as
2: as long as but, where it ends as long as you're driving away from everything. Exactly. exactly. But in LA, it's at least – you know at 9 o'clock you're going to have terrible traffic and you know at 5 p.m. we're going to have terrible traffic. We went on a holiday weekend on a Friday, drove out of LAX at 9 o'clock a.m., drove back to LAX at 4.30 p.m.
4: It took us two hours to go 10 miles. It did.
2: It was fucking terrible. It did. And we were in, yeah. We that, sh- that wasn't so good. I was, <laughs>
0: that wasn't so good. Because we <laughs> had the converse, this conversation. We had, about, we said, had this no, conversation
2: about 50. I should have never said that because every time, on the way to LA, we're going to be like, mm, what do you think traffic's going to be like when we get to LA? Think it's going to be bad? Austin wasn't so bad this morning. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, think going to be bad?
4: Remember that time Old in LA time. that lady told you you had a small dick while you were driving <laughs>
0: Anybody in Austin ever tell you that? Yes, <laughs> Matt, Matt got in a shouting match with a lady on L- in the L.A.
1: freeway. <laughs> and she accused him of Second having a small Second time big. I ever met him. <laughs> it awesome. Yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> we cracked up.
0: <laughs> L.A. and it, I will say this though: Matt drives differently in L.A., which is probably when my wife Jordan mm. has ridden in your car. Yeah. You drive much more aggressively in L.A., which I guess you, you have, have to. to. Do. You have to. But we were we were glad to make it there alive. And after all this discussion of Matt saying, "Yes, Austin traffic is inexplicably bad." LA's not that bad.
2: It's explicably bad or explainably bad. LA is really bad. Yeah, LA is. Yeah.
0: He takes the wheel and immediately we get stuck, like Jeff said, in a <laughs> two hour, ten mile traffic jam. It was unbelievable. It was pretty bad. Like we weren't gonna make the like I even said, do we have enough but time you know to the airport you, But Matt's you, like, know, no, but you know what? You, you know here's how people
2: it. from LA think. uh there was a guy behind me in the uh, uh the line of the security line at the airport and I heard him talking to somebody else saying, Yeah, I had just come from like Melrose and you know, Koanga, like that area where we came from. And he's like, it took me two and a half hours to get down here. And I was like, oh, we beat him by 45 minutes.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I remember we were 45 minutes into that trip. And I was like, God, are we going to make it? And Matt goes, yeah, it's going to go a lot faster once we get on the interstate. And I was like, we aren't on the interstate yet?
3: <laughs> we're 45
4: minutes <laughs> to the interstate? It was a mile from the hotel.
0: Yeah, it was crazy. And Matt says when you ever talk to him too about L.A., he always says the same thing as explanation of why – L.A. traffic is better, he just says surface streets. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> surface streets. I don't know what that means. You just say surface streets and that's your explanation. The local
2: streets. Do you have a, an alternative? There's a way you can – everybody – the big thing in L.A. that you've noticed before is everyone – whenever you're going to go anywhere, anyone, everyone always asks, oh, how are you going to get there? Right. And then you debate how you get there.
0: And they, they call each other stupid. This is right. what happens in LA. You sit you sit outside your car in right. a parking lot still your friends are idiots.
2: It's always a game yes. how you get from point A to point B. In Austin, it's basically nobody asks how you're gonna get get there because there's one way to get there. Done. In
0: Austin nobody shows up. <laughs> I, I said, <laughs> I, I said in Austin, you always try to plan you if you're thirty minutes late, you're still the first to arrive. You know? You should always set a time when you're all gonna meet. That way you know the very moment that every single person is late to the event. Because <laughs> everyone shows up fifteen to twenty minutes late to everything. We also saw something kind of funny. We were driving down uh, one of those streets,
4: maybe Hollywood, and uh, you saw an Ed Hardy st- like an Ed Hardy store on the side of the road. Because right. they have a store, like a whole store just for that shit. That's ridiculous. And we're kind of laughing at the Ed Hardy store. Two blocks later, another Ed Hardy store on the same side
0: of the no street. No way. Yeah. Not kidding. It was fucking bizarre. It's like
1: Starbucks out there. It, yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah.
0: we almost didn't remember called though called that two blocks took an hour and a half
1: to get there. <laughs> <laughs> I thought when we when actually hadn't gone anywhere. We, uh, when I was in uh, Seattle not too long ago with Joel, you were working on, uh, uh, on some work stuff, and where we were working one day, we went out like on a Sunday. We went out across the street to a Starbucks, and it was closed. We we're like, oh shit, the Starbucks is closed. Oh wait, look, there's one right across the street. Let's go over there. Oh no, this Starbucks is closed too. Oh, wait, look, there's another one across the street over there. We literally found four Starbucks all around that building, and only one of them was open. But still, there were four literally all across the street from each other at an intersection. That's bizarre. You know
0: know why that is? Why is that? Because you can't buy coffee online. <laughs> I saw I saw the funniest thing that somebody posted on Reddit. It was a picture of a Borders, which Borders is now in the process of closing down all over the country to the point where they're even – some... they Are
1: they all closing? I think they're, keeping, they a, they're keeping a few, but they're mostly closed.
0: Yeah, I mean they're scaling back massively. The one by us is closing for sure. Anyway, somebody posted uh, a picture of the front door of a Borders and it was a handwritten sign by an employee and it said, no, sorry. We don't have any public – bathrooms, try Amazon. Below that, it was like the biggest fuck you ever. I'm like, thanks dickheads for putting this out of a job. Yeah, why don't you go use the restroom at Amazon? That's
3: funny.
0: And if that doesn't work out for you, just piss in the bush, buddy. Uh, He's not bitter, though.
1: No, not at all. Yeah, I think uh, all the borders in Austin closed. And, uh, I think it's, like, they're going through a bankruptcy uh, restructuring. I think they're closing almost all their stores. They're going to keep a few, though. A handful.
4: Hey, did you guys notice that Texas is on fire? Like the whole fucking state.
1: I noticed when we were landing our
0: goddamn plane. That's crazy. Yeah, It's on all sides of us. The fire is? Yeah. Well, it's yeah, not south, it's in, but west, and east, well? east, yeah. Really?
1: There was a, a fire out in near Oak Hill, like near the Y, last Some week. Homeless people mm. burned a yeah.
4: whole bunch of houses down on accident. Mm-hmm. You know
0: what I got to say as I get older? Mm. Wildfires don't seem to be that big a deal. Like, I've never run across a part mm. of the country where it's mm. like, that's the place that burned down 10 years ago. I don't know, ago. man.
2: You remember the Yucatan thing? You remember, yeah, oh. I remember the fires in the Yucatan Peninsula in, in Mexico. Mexico?
0: Yeah, if I, if we ever had
2: a fire that bad, that would be that would be nuts because that burned. I mean, who can millions of acres? It was insane. you remember that? The, we, we had
4: the smoke in Austin. We had the we? smoke
2: in Austin all the way from down there, and I remember flying between Austin and L.A. That you could see the smoke in the air at thirty thousand feet. But aside Crazy. from
0: what it does to houses and people, I mean, fire is a natural thing that happens, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I'm not. I'm not pro fire. i <laughs> <laughs> wonder where you're going here. <laughs> but it's like crazy it's just, it's, fires it's, really it's, right we hear now. about all these crazy wildfires, but we've heard about them for years in L.A. and It's like i never heard someone say, "Yeah, we had to sell our house just because where we were, everything burned down and it it never recovered." You know, things recover from fire,
3: mm.
0: and they recover pretty quickly. Actually, yeah, houses regrow. I
2: think <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I said aside from houses
1: and people, everything else. Fire's you know, all natural, all, all organic. <laughs> it's good for the environment. Very, very healthy.
0: It's like Hawaii. It's like occasionally you just see these clips on the news where it's like, oh yeah, it's lava. Eating up some guy's nice house—it's like something from a video game or a Michael Bay movie, you know. And it's like that—something happened to those people, you know. I guess they went off and had lava insurance or whatever,
1: you know. We're laughing about some house burning. I know though. how awful. So I wonder if you like—you have to get a separate lava policy, or if that's included in their homeowners policy. There, like, do you live in the lava plane? Is it like, yeah, is there, yeah? Is there like a hundred-year volcano plane or something? It's, it's I'm
0: sure it is, right? I'm, I'm sure. sure. You know, I'm sure if you live in the the you know in Sweden or something, you have to have snow insurance in case it caves in your roof. Snow insurance. <laughs> well, why not
1: have a cave in your roof, right? Oh man, Sweet, Which I saw this crazy photo the other day. I'm, I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna get the countries wrong here, but I, it showed this channel of water between. I believe it was Sweden and Denmark, and I guess there was a, a road that connected the two. And it was like a bridge above water half the way and then it dipped down and became a tunnel halfway through the channel uh, halfway through the channel. What? And finished as a tunnel. So you just see this road going out into the water and then just diving down into the water. Seriously? Yeah. Sounds like a roller coaster. A- apparently yeah. they built it like that because they 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 needed big ships to be able to get by still, and they couldn't build a bridge in such a way to still accommodate big ships. Uh-huh. So to show off they built a road halfway and then just built a, a tunnel under the rest of it. Fuck. Wow. I, dude, I mean
0: can you imagine being in the tunnel when a big ship's going by? It's like Act like clips the tunnel. Yeah, Do you ever I think about so. that when you're mm-hmm. in a tunnel? It's just a bunch no. of water all around you. I try not to think. Do you think about in that when general. you're in a plane? How high you are? Do you ever think about that? No. Doesn't have an effect on me either.
1: You, you know, it's funny. One time we were uh, we were taking off. Jeff and I forgot where we was. It was it was a long time ago. But we were uh, we were just taking off in a plane, and we were I don't know two or three hundred feet up in the air. And we started the plane started bouncing, started having some turbulence. And you look out the window; it still looks pretty close to the ground. And Jeff turns to me and goes, "Well, at least if." Uh, if the plane goes down, we're still pretty close to the ground. We'd uh we you know we could survive a fall. What? I was like, what are you talking about? We're like two hundred <laughs> feet in the air. Bounce right. Well,
0: in Jeff's defense, maybe he wasn't talking to you. Maybe he had Griffin on his cell phone. <laughs> they were chatting away. Yeah, but being able to see the ground—that's that's mortifying. Like eight hundred feet up, a thousand feet up—that's a scary distance. But thirty-five thousand feet—I just don't have any perspective for it.
1: You don't see anything.
0: Although there was a video posted. Of these guys who were essentially, they looked like they were sitting at the top of a flagpole on top of the tallest building in Dubai. It was in yeah. Dubai, yeah. And it was, I was, I was ready to die watching the video.
2: Yeah, I thought it was gonna. What is knowledge. that like, twenty
0: five hundred feet? What well, I have no it's, idea. They, yeah, they're like technicians. They go up mm-hmm. in the. Uh, no, no, the, this is just dudes. Like they look like guys from Jackass. Oh, I thought were those, those were dudes in <laughs>
4: Russia that did that. Maybe
2: I'm getting my. Oh, I remember confused. those Russian ones. Yeah, yeah, was like ones like you're kids? talking about.
0: Yeah, yeah. And then the kid, that's the kid where the kid walks on the side of the pole. And mm-hmm. then there's the other one we're talking about with the radio tower where the guy climbs up hand oh, over yeah. hand Fuck on the that. ladder. Fuck Dude, that.
4: I'm getting freaked out just with the conversation.
0: Yeah. Well, you should post that video in the link, dump, uh, Gus, where the guys are just climbing up the radio tower and yeah. just hand over hand rungs. And the guy's like – he's twice the distance of the Empire State Building up. Is that – or I don't he's remember. over the height of this year's tower at that point?
1: Yikes, man. He was higher than 20 feet.
0: Yeah, he was, yeah, he was higher than 20 feet. That's, you my, that's my cutoff.
1: <laughs> Even then, I thinking I'm being generous.
0: He was actually probably higher than where you and Jeff were in the plane when Jeff made that comment. Could be. Probably.
1: The Burj Dubai roof is 2,700 feet off the ground.
0: Half a mile, approximately? Yeah. Yeah. Wow.
1: That, that doesn't count any antenna on top. You could almost punch the moon from there.
0: <laughs> you Flip it off. <laughs> make it mad. So, while we're talking about the way people drive... And Jeff's bad habits on the plane and just things that we do, being bad people in the world. So my wife and I got in a discussion, and it sounds like, Jeff, your wife and you had a discussion about this recently, about godfather? Who to make godfather for kids? Godparents, yeah. Godparents, yeah, for kids. And let's preface this discussion by saying let's eliminate our family. Let's assume if something happened to one of us that our children would obviously go with our family, right? So it would be like, yeah. Okay, sure. Be, obviously that would happen. So yeah. let's take that out of the equation, uh-huh. okay? Okay. At what point, when you guys die, where am I in your list? Like, who, do, who do, at what point do I get your kids? Millie? Yes.
4: Uh, do you really want to have this discussion?
0: I really do. I want to know, because we just, we just, you guys came up in our discussion of, like, who's going to raise our kids if we die? You're, uh, you're pretty high up on the list. Who could take over this like monumental task of raising our children? Uh, clearly, only we can do. You know, me and my <laughs> wife. And this where is, do you guys fall? In the this way? was
4: just an episode of Modern Family, actually. Was uh, it really? Yeah, you guys are uh, you guys are pretty high up there. Are we? Where, where am I? Am you I, I d- above Matt? D- uh, <laughs> here's the problem. I, I like I? I like Matt's neighborhood better. <laughs> <laughs> am I, I, I Millie? Location, than, location, location. Am yeah. I above Gus? Uh, yeah, because Gus wouldn't take Millie and wouldn't want her. Gus doesn't want to raise a kid. No, I don't want to raise a kid. He doesn't want that responsibility. I don't want to either. raise my own kid. Yeah. You guys are always talking about how you want a daughter. Well, I got, got one.
0: Gus, we could have a discussion with you, too. If you died, who would you want to marry? Esther. Me <laughs> <laughs> or Jeff. Awful. It, <laughs> <on> if, <laughs> awful. it depends on if Esther killed you or not, right? <laughs> Matt's saying so quiet over there. So quiet. I was just thinking it's your the...
2: wife would not want to have our kids because then she would have four boys. Wait, that's the same discussion we had with you guys. Four
1: boys four, in the house. That would be you, rough. You it almost have a basketball team.
0: Yeah, no kidding. No. No, you just have a fight that you break up 24 <laughs> hours a day essentially yeah. with four boys. I will say that- you will get your ass kicked in a house of four boys, I guarantee. She's a, she's really low maintenance.
4: <laughs> takes care of herself,
0: cleans up her room, she's not a big doesn't eat a lot. But you, I mean, people have these discussions all the time, right? All the time. And you don't know the horrible things that are said about you as a base person right. that your friends have about you when they discuss this, like should we, you know, what if we left them with Jeff and Griffin? It's like then you get to learn exactly what people think about other people. You know what I mean, <laughs> good, good and bad. That sounds awesome. <laughs> and then my wife answered. <laughs> <laughs> no, what I'm saying, like you, they have these discussions. So you guys, you
1: guys made our list. You'll know. Gus, Gus didn't make our list. Uh, yes, because <laughs> we're just,
0: we're making the assumption that you don't
1: want kids. No, I don't. Well, thank you, thank you for eliminating me from the list.
0: I made the appeal for you because I said that Gus doesn't have any kids. So we wouldn't have to worry about the issue of they went to live with him and they would essentially be secondary kids, you know? Right. Uh oh shit. They
1: would be an additional burden. I didn't realize I had some advantage like that.
0: Let me put a more positive spin on this, Gus. If you made our list and something happened and showed up and you had to then take care of my kids, Mm -hmm. would you do that?
1: If I had to, sure.
0: What if you were like – it was between you and like somebody else and you thought maybe that person was okay, but you weren't sure?
2: And that person was an orphanage. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> Who was the guy that raised Webster? What ex-NFL player was it?
4: D- Dick, Webster? Dick Butkus. Was it Dick Butkus? It was. He's on the list.
0: <laughs> he did a good job with that kid. I want to know where I am on your list. I want to know who's above me on your list. Uh, is Matt above me? Family's above you.
1: No, but he said, said eliminate family. eliminate
0: family. Am I, am I above Matt? E- yes. You're at the top of the list. So e- if your family dies, I get Millie. So I have something to work for. Yeah. Okay. Uh, how many it. family members are above me? Can I beat them out? Two family members above you. Hmm. Well, maybe one. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> maybe one. See, we have the same issue too though because we have other people in our neighborhood that, we know, that live in similar settings and sure. the discussion was, well, it wouldn't disrupt their lives if they went over with these other people. Right. Wouldn't disrupt your lives. it, wouldn't after, disrupt. it would after, disrupt our after lives. Your <laughs> it would disrupt our lives greatly, <laughs> but the kiddo's lives, it
4: wouldn't disrupt them. It's you and then Jack and then Joel. Then Matt.
3: Jack. <laughs> you, <laughs> you have the worst list ever. No, no, no. I'm kidding.
0: No. But it's really funny, too, when that does come up because then you also have – you start using some of your friends as a joke like, ha what about Joel? Ha-ha, isn't that funny? <laughs> I will say
4: one thing – One thing No, that, Joel would be mortified if he read that. One thing that Matt and Anna have going for them, aside from their neighborhood, which is I really like, is that uh, Matt has an uh, adopted brother. And so Amelia would essentially be an adopted kid at that point, and I would think that having the experience of being raised with another adopted kid would make that transition and process a little easier. Okay. You Some, Something I, think, I, I thought about a lot.
0: Fucking deep thinker over here.
4: I also don't know that anybody would want my kid. You know? It's kind of a, here's my, I'm dead, here's my kid. And, you know, I take my baggage.
0: So what's the other option there? To turn her loose?
4: War to the state.
0: <laughs> Just put a couple $5 bills in her pocket and turn her loose. So figure stuff
1: out. Smart kid. She'll be a feral kid. We have a few those in our neighborhood, right? It's true. She's like Nell.
0: I feel like I've depressed you guys with this discussion. <laughs>
1: no, te- no, no, no. <laughs> it's definitely been a little bit
4: of a downer. It feels like you guys have an extra bedroom, right? So just-
3: yes, we do. There we do. Go.
0: And I think I think it'd be good to go to, like with a, a mix. Would you now? Let me ask you this: Would you what? be disappointed if you heard that there were other people with with who don't have kids in front of you? Would that disappoint you?
3: No.
4: I don't. I, I don't feel personally like I wouldn't have my feelings
2: hurt if I wasn't even on the list. Mm-hmm. You know? do, do you and your wife have the same list? Do your
0: lists sync up? Fuck now. No. no. When my, when my, we don't sync up on that anyway. You know what I mean? Like we don't sync up on all the decisions we make at the kids. It's this constant equilibrium between you know the way we operate. Like you're very similar to your wife, Matt. Jeff, you're very similar to your, your wife. I think I'm the most different from my wife. Yeah. But in good ways, I think. Sure.
4: You know. I'll say that one of the biggest things about who would raise Millie – I mean there would, there would be – it would have to be a stable environment obviously, uh, and would have to, I think it would have to be somebody who has kids because I wouldn't want somebody to learn how to be a parent with my daughter. But uh, is that someone who knew Griffin and I at the time that we died and really knew us well and could then tell Millie uh, the kind of people we were and could have stories and that she could learn about us from those people, and that would be important to me. So you want your daughter to be raised by the podcast? Is yeah, essentially. <laughs> Somebody who could sit her down in front of iTunes. And,
0: you, know. <laughs> you could just – anybody listening right now. It's I like – uh,
4: it's essentially like this is my version of Michael Keaton in my life, right? He's making the videos to his kids. Dude, you're going to make
0: – now you're going to get me all upset. That movie will make you ball like a freaking baby. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Thanks, Bernie.
0: I thought this would be a funny p- discussion. It turned into like somber about people think, dying. I don't think responsible
2: parenting is a good topic of discussion for the drunk.
1: <laughs> we're, we're recategorizing well, I just think
2: I
0: just parenting think, advice. I yeah. just think it's funny to analyze your friends in that capacity. You know? Like you wouldn't do that anything else,
1: would you? I mean all, all the time. <laughs> <laughs> no. Just that. Yeah, it's a it's a weird uh weird discussion.
4: It's a fucking depressing discussion, actually. Not even here, but I mean just at home. Yeah, Is it to think about it, yeah, I don't
1: know I mean
0: well, if at home it's a real a real discussion here it's yeah. not a real discussion here's, or what I want, it? here's what I want to know I would like to know at what point did that become a duty of being a godparent that's not I never associated it with being a godparent with being where kids go if the the actual parents die I thought that was the whole point. I thought so too. No, I think the purpose of a godparent traditionally is that they become the spiritual influence in that child's life. Like you're designated – I want this person to be – like help them develop spiritually. That's what I've always thought godparents were and not this designation of this is where you'll go if something really bad happens. (laughs) But it has definitely morphed into that. That's what people consider godparents to be.
4: It's been that way my whole life or at least as long as I've known about godparents. Did you name – Probably because of Webster but – did you name
0: godparents for Millie? I feel like I don't remember naming. God. I don't think so. But that would be a major decision, right?
1: Yeah. Gus, are you looking at what godparents are? I'm trying. Yeah, I'm trying to find a, a definition here, or like a, a, the way it changed. You're gonna get a lot of uh, Marlon Brando quotes in this search. But yeah, I mean, you're you're right. The uh, I guess it, it started with you know definitely religious overtones explicitly, but well, it's, it, it well, does say it's the mo- godparents. Yeah. Right. The modern view of a godparent tends to be uh, an individual chosen by the parents who take an interest in the child's upbringing and personal development.
0: Yeah, look, here it is right here. Christianity. Traditionally, godparents were informally responsible for ensuring the child's religious education was carried out. That was the responsibility of a godparent.
1: And hmm. for caring for the child, should it be orphaned?
0: And for caring for the child, should it be. Oh, true, should it be orphaned? I, I left out the comma. <laughs> <there. laughs> <laughs> you stopped at the comma. <laughs> <laughs> See, speculation, Gus.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I hear godparent five is going to have different form factors.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Did you see uh, that the CEO of Tesla Motors said that he's going to put humans on Mars in the next twenty years? Yeah, he's at SpaceX, right? Yeah, and uh, NASA is doing a bunch of layoffs, and apparently a lot of people are going to
2: SpaceX and some of those other like space corporations, uh, Richard Branson's one. And mm. I heard a really weird space thing of the other day. Like most of those space companies are headquartered on the Isle of Man. Really? Yeah. Why is that? Something to do with the way their tax system is structured, or they know something we don't, or they know something we don't. We should get yeah. on that Isle
4: of Man, like I, immediately. But you have
2: to wonder what's going on over there. Yeah. You know. Kidding. Can Let's anybody get, go
4: to the Isle of Man? Uh,
2: just men maybe. See if you could book a flight, no, Bernie. I saw that. Uh, I saw a, a Tesla. I saw a Tesla the other day. I did too. And uh, Bernie and Bernie had a great and I had a great conversation about it. Which was was it an orange one that you saw? Yeah. So there's one guy. <laughs> There's one guy that Bernie talked to before. Uh Bernie was looking at Teslas on the Tesla forum or whatever. No, Correct me not, if I'm wrong. That's not how I found him. That's not how you found him? Okay.
0: I found the guy through tweeting hardcom <laughs> Nice. <laughs> He was the top. He was the top link on tweetingtoohard.com, and then I realized that he was only a block from our office downtown. Wow! In Congress.
2: What was his tweet? That was oh, too, that was too hard.
0: I'm trying to look it up right now, uh, but it was it was all of it was about the Tesla, which is how I learned about him. And he said something like, "Gus or Jeff, why don't you explain why Why don't you explain what tweetingtoohard.com is?" Okay, well he's looking that up. Tweeting too hard is a is a brilliant
4: little website. Where when you see like extra douchey comments or tweets on Twitter, you can uh, submit them to this website and then it ranks them and shows all of the like the silliest, funniest, probably uh, like ego- most egotistical things people have past- so tweeted about passively
0: passive without, egotism- without without realizing I think a
2: five of the top ten at one point were John
0: Mayer, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, th- th- for instance, the top all-time tweet on tweetingtoohard.com is – OMG, I was saying how I couldn't afford the gas to fly daddy's jet to the Riviera this summer, and this barista totally rolled her eyes at me. So this guy's this guy's <laughs> number, he's now dropped to number five on this list. Here's his tweet. It was, fan belt light came on in the 911, so now I'm driving the Cayenne Turbo S, the backup backup car. I'm trying not to think about my Tesla. <laughs> <sighs>
1: I, I think I found the guy also. There's a, there's a few other choice ones here.
0: <laughs> so brilliant. I know. It's just so, it's,
1: yeah. It speaks for itself. My credit score. God. He's, uh, he has another one where he lists his credit scores. like, my credit score is 740, 743, 742. It's easy to get credit when you don't need it.
0: <laughs> so they have comments on them now. Look at this, Jeff. Look at this. So here is this. And I look at comments for this. Here's a guy. The very first comment on this thing, is, <laughs> the guy says, "This was seems pretty pretentious to me." Was it a joke? The guy who's saying that. Here's the here's the top comment right there. Then watch this, Gus, uh-huh. or watch this, Jeff. The guy who made that comment is above him. He's number three. <laughs> and his, so he, so this guy's on this board commenting on other people's tweets, and you're pretentious. And his comment is Scott. This number three says, "I gave my cleaning lady a raise today, even though she didn't ask."
1: As my own little contribution to fighting this recession. (laughs) Awesome. He's got another one here that's like, this really sucks. Lack of Dvorak support basically kills my dreams of having the iPad plus Bluetooth keyboard replace my laptop. Man, alive.
0: (laughs) Yeah, Twitter. Somebody called me out on Twitter just the other day for using Twitter after I've bashed Twitter so many times. Mm -hmm. Listen, I I, I hate the internet too, and I use the internet. (laughs) It's it's a love-hate relationship with everything.
2: How can you not, though? Twitter to me is always just like if you're ever in a line from a movie theater or somewhere and there's two people that are having a conversation and they're having that conversation too loud because for some reason they want everybody else to hear their conversation because yep. what they're talking about is so great. That's, that's
0: Twitter. Jason has a great story about that, like that kind of a scenario where yeah. he was in L.A. and a guy in a Maserati pulled up. <laughs> And valet, and the valet opened the door for him, and he gets out, and he goes, man, I was partying all night. And that was it. <laughs> he just walked away from his car. <laughs> I just, like, had to make a big announcement. James was like, who, who the fuck asked you? would gives shit? It's 3 p.m. on a Wednesday. Awesome. I just had to make the announcement. Now, LA per capita, they have real estate there is expensive. Man, everybody drives, it seems like. Some kind of sports car in L.A.
1: It's pretty crazy. It's true. It, they drive a sports car to get stuck in traffic that, to go 10 miles in two hours. Dude, we watched a guy in an S-Class <laughs> Mercedes like, weaving in and out of lanes. Oh, no, no, it
0: was a it was four-door a, Porsche. It was a four-door Porsche. Oh, yeah. I'd never seen a four-door Porsche before. He was like reading a book while he was
1: driving. It was on his steering wheel. He was like, zoop, doop, doop. You people on the podcast well, can't see if, the hand movements. If, if you're guy. going five miles an hour, it's probably not nearly as dangerous as it sounds. Not Not yeah. nearly. What did you say about that? Porsche four-door like the midlife crisis car for soccer dads. Yeah, like, <laughs> you can't
0: fully commit to the midlife crisis. It's like, look, I want to be impractical, but let's be real.
1: <laughs> Keeping it real.
0: All right, should we wrap this shit up? Sure, let's, let's wrap it up. Want All to talk right. about what we're working on? Sure, Why not? Uh, well, I'm, I've been doing voice recordings uh, for *Reverse of Blue* season nine. Exciting! It's really been
1: fun. I think people were excited during the video podcast when you said you were riding lights for Donut.
0: Yeah, and I got accused of doing some spoiler stuff, but in my opinion, we showed Donut in the trailer. I can I don't know how we can indicate any more that that character might be returning. You know, <laughs> than to show them. It was also in a sponsor extra last season, right? Yep. Yeah,
4: yeah, yeah, but that doesn't apply. Yeah. Does okay. that make sense. Well, I, yeah, I understand yeah. what you're saying, but yeah.
0: Yeah, we had a sponsor extra that showed what happened to Donut after Wash shot him. And that was one of the sponsor extras from Revelation, right? Yes, 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 had to be. uh, Because it was tied into the armor lock thing. So that's what I've been working on lately, getting super excited about that.
1: Cool. How about you? What have you been working on lately? I am finally, after being in here for seven months, I'm finally painting my office.
4: Nice. I see you got part of a wall painted. (laughs) I got part of a wall primed.
1: Primed. (laughs) 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 We've got our new... uh, uh, server guy starting on Monday, so I'm trying to get the office in shape before he gets here. Are you excited? Uh, yes. Yes, Jack. I'm excited. And uh, also working on some RTX planning as well. How's that going? Busy. Busy. Been a busy few weeks. Saw the... Uh, well, never mind. No spoilers. <laughs> what are you working on? Uh, Achievement Hunter like
4: a motherfucker. You know how that goes. Portal 2 videos right now. I'm doing uh, all the Easter
2: eggs today. Matt? Nathan, oh. You know, Nathan and I this morning calculated how many frames per day we need to render uh, to get this rvb9 ready and it's it scared the shit out of us <laughs> nice it's, so that's what i've been working on being scared get, being scared yeah changing your underwear yep pretty much
0: <laughs> <laughs> cool well, all right there you go oh, i turned our awesome intro to the most boring thing ever sorry <laughs> round round question what are you working on all right well cool well uh Gus, I know you're working on RTX, like you said, and yeah. there's a lot involved with that. We're getting really excited about RTX, which is coming out.
4: Yes, coming up very soon. Very soon.
0: Which yes, is t- tied in the stuff that I'm working on and what Matt's
3: working on as well. So yes, we're all very excited. excited.
4: Hey Boners. Nice. Right. Jeff's line. Let's go touch dicks.